Good morning, Antioch Brighton. Good morning, friends, family. Good morning to anyone who is uh, uh, watching this. You may even, even be watching at another time of day. But welcome. We want to welcome you into a series with us where we're focusing on 2 Timothy. In the season, we're digging deeper into a specific book of the Bible because we want it to grow in us. We want something deeper. We want a long-term memory, a long-term development process, not just a, a short-term inspiration, but these verses would stick to us. So we're going to be doing, uh, I'm going to be talking today out of 2 Timothy, the second chapter, verses 3 through 11. And in this message, and in this whole book, exactly, but this message, this these few verses specifically, are Paul speaking to Timothy to encourage him to be faithful, to persevere, and to endure in difficulty, and to be inspired to do so. So let me read this to you. 2 Timothy 2, 3, join with me in suffering like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs, but rather tries to please his commanding officer. Similarly, Anyone who competes as an athlete does not receive the victor's crown, except by competing according to the rules. Verse 6, the hardworking farmer should be the first to receive a share of the crops. Reflect on what I am saying, for the Lord will give you insight into all of this. Remember, Jesus Christ raised from the dead, descended from David. This is my gospel, for which I am suffering even to the point of being chained like a criminal. But God's word is not chained. Therefore, I endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they too may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Here's a trustworthy saying. If we died with him, we'll live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we disown him, he will disown us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful for he cannot disown himself. Paul's experienced a great deal of betrayal, seen many people fall away from the faith for many different reasons. He's in his last years of his life, and he's in jail. And he is focused on transferring this vision, the transferring the motivation, the heart behind this gospel that he's been living out into Timothy, who is a seasoned leader, someone who he's walked closely with. In these verses, he's very direct. Be inspired to endure suffering for the gospel. Now, we're not suffering in the same way that Paul is, or necessarily for the same reason, but we are experiencing some suffering in our lives right now that is deeply impacting and challenging. We are in this unprecedented pandemic. This is a suffering that the scripture talks about, it rains on the just and the unjust. This is a suffering because you were fortunate to be alive during this time. But it is suffering. And we are in a season of suffering as we address racial injustice. It's like a peak thing is happening where God, it really seems that God is bringing up pain in our nation in a deep way of, of injustice that's happened over lifetimes. And this is a suffering 
for what we believe is the character of God. We see that God is just, we see that he is, he is good, and we see something out of line with that. So there's a suffering related to God's character. And we are suffering specifically in our community because we are planting a couple of churches. Now, this was has been going on for some time. This predated the pandemic. And there were a lot of goodbyes. There's a lot of shifts in this process that are hard. This, I want to encourage you, is literally suffering for the gospel. We are saying yes to extend the church even though it's bringing us some sadness. Take a breath. This is hard. This is hard for me. This is, all of these difficulties and pressures can make us feel angry, misunderstood, blocked, stressed. Good news, <laughs> Paul has a challenge and a word of comfort for us. We agree, okay, I think as we look around the world, we can say change is important. But change is also exhausting. Change can make us grumpy and incite unnecessarily uh, conflict and hurt. It depends on how we respond to it. But change also can affect us, and it can affect the world in a positive way. So what do we need? You need leaders. We need in our society leaders that are growing in patience and perseverance as they address the issues in it, that are around us. You need your family and friends to grow in patience for themselves and for you in dealing with difficulty and the pressures of this life. You need to grow in patience and perseverance. We don't need people checking out, giving up, drawing judgmental, inflexible, unforgiving opinions about each other. We need patience and perseverance in pursuing a vision for God's best at this time. We all need vision and purpose and a challenge to grow in patience and perseverance. And that is Paul's message to Timothy. He's inspiring Timothy to see examples of personal suffering in pursuit of a goal by talking about soldiers, athletes, and farmers. You may have thought, what in the world is you talking about there? These people are those that are suffering in pursuit of a future goal, a future joy. Soldiers get pleasure of suffering right now in order to please their commander. Athletes get a joy, get a perseverance in suffering because of a dream of winning, a dream of accomplishing, uh, of obtaining a prize, it says here. And farmers get fulfillment and joy in working hard day after day after day after day with a dream of crops, of a harvest. So let's break these down. Like a soldier, Paul's telling Timothy, wanting to please his commanding officer, I want you to think about this. What do we admire in soldiers? I, 
I, uh, I think we admire, I know I admire discipline, obedience, focus, and self-denial. A good soldier is not egalitarian. They're not, they're not thinking about themselves or what's good for them. They're thinking about the will and the command of their leader. Good soldiers are not thinking, what am I going to get out of this? They're thinking about their country. They're thinking about their fellow soldiers. We don't want soldiers that are saying, hmm, today I wonder what my muse is going to say to me and I can just follow my latest desire. No, we want and admire soldiers that are willing to lay down their lives for us. So we need to reflect on this. You need to look and imagine and think about soldiers. We, Susan and I love old biographies related to World War II, World War I, and to see their discipline, their obedience, their self-sacrifice so that we can obtain some perseverance. Like an athlete wanting to win the prize, a top athlete, works through pain. What do we admire in them? I admire an Olympic athlete that I see that it's not just about this season or this year, but over the course of four years, they've put in hours and hours, day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, in order to accomplish a goal. High-level athletes have a mental toughness where they've trained themselves and trained their muscles to have a spontaneous memory to react in a specific way, no matter what the circumstances. Now, I'm at a place in life where if I exercise 30 minutes two or three times a week, I'm doing great. But I admire the consistency in the athletes that embrace pain over a long period of time every day in order to win. Paul says to Timothy, like a farmer looking toward the fruit of his hard work. What do we admire in farmers? I think it's a similar thing. I admire, I don't know how much time you've been around farmers. I've lived in a couple of different farmers, farming areas in my life, and I've been able to see their discipline, obedience, the focus, the self-denial. It's, it's inspiring to see how hard farmers work day after day, over a long period of time. Farmers don't get vacations many times for six months or more out of a year. They're working from uh, morning till night, as long as the sun is shining. They have an unrelenting, methodical schedule. No matter what they feel like, the cows have to be milked. No matter what they feel like, they have to struggle through the weather, the circumstances, the heat, the difficulty, just to get the work done. Good farmers have a rugged, deep strength of will that weathers drought, disease, failure that may come after pouring all of their time and money into seeing a crop, a, a, a crop happen and seeing it just evaporate right in front of them. And then they get up and they do it again the next year because they're dreaming of the harvest. And Paul says, spend some energy reflecting on these illustrations. Spend some time thinking about this, Timothy. And it will, it'll dig deep into you. Get these 
things in it. Why? Because you need perseverance. You need endurance. You need patience in this season. And like the parables of Jesus, there's some mystery here that can be revealed and opened up and unearthed for those that diligently pursue it, that seek it. Now we move into the next part of this set of verses. And Paul says to Timothy, be inspired to endure and persevere in difficulty and trials by reflecting and meditating on the foundations of our faith. Now, what is that specifically? He says, remember Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. Let's, let's go back. What do I really believe? Why, what, what am I doing this for? Why am I alive? It's about you, Jesus. And then Paul points to his own suffering and how I would apply this verse is that we should reflect on the suffering of the saints who have gone on before us. Why did they do that? They were doing it for the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. For Susan and I, it's many missionary biographies that I, when I read sacrifices that have happened in people's lives for the gospel, reaching in Hudson Taylor, moving in to the inner part of China and seeing children die, seeing his spouse pass away, seeing fellow workers lose their lives. I'm inspired. It makes me say, wow, isn't that hard? I can keep going. I can keep doing this. Paul says, remember also my desire to see this gospel extended and grow. I'm doing this for the people that haven't yet heard. I'm in, So be inspired. Then Paul sings out a song. See, this is, this is set off. It is a italics in, in my Bible. And uh, some, uh, many commentators say this is, this is a, a song. This is one of their choruses. Imagine this being Paul and Timothy's favorite song that they sang together side by side as they walked between the cities. Imagine this being their go-to song when they found themselves in the place of deep, dark hopelessness. And Paul's singing it back to Timothy. He's reminding him. He's inspiring him. He sent this letter to inspire him. And he says, I am dead to myself and alive to Jesus. We will endure and reign with Jesus. Those that disown Jesus will be disowned. Wow, the fear of God. And finally, he ends on the sovereignty of God. God's faithfulness is greater than your ability to be faithful. Now, we are all suffering in different ways right now. This is a hard season. But you do, do you know why you're suffering? Do you know what purpose it's having in your life? What future joy are you suffering for? Are you just holding your breath? And saying, oh, when is this all going to go away? Or are you taking this and saying, Lord, thank you that you are changing me. I, I embrace with perseverance what's happening because I believe in the transforming process that you're working out in my life. Do you see the value of perseverance for change in our society 
and addressing the injustice in our society? Are you able to persevere through difficult conversations, to, to look at things maybe that you haven't seen or understood before, or to be willing to hope again in things that you've been persevering for for a long time? You have to get that future joy that God has for us. He is bringing about his transform, transforming work in our world. Yes, let us hope again. And those of us who may feel isolated, who may be confused, who may be seeing things shifting relationally because we're planting churches, can you dig deep and say, Lord, thank you. We are extending the gospel. We are opening up new communities in our region where people that haven't been able either to hear the gospel clearly or live it out with others in a healthy way. Lord, thank you. It is worth the cost. It is worth the loss. It's going to be hard for you to have perseverance through the day, through the week, if you're not seeing the future joy of what God is doing in you, in our society, in and through the church. I want to challenge you to take some time today to reflect on these passages like Paul told Timothy, to think about athletes, farmers, to think about soldiers, and say, what future joy do I have that can help me embrace the difficulties of this time and walk with Jesus and with my family and with others with joy? Lord, bless my friends. I pray that you would reveal your word. You'd make this alive to us. You'd, you'd make this deep a part of our souls and that we would all walk with fresh courage and see your kingdom come. We say yes to you, Jesus. Amen. Have an awesome day.